<laughs> There's Samurai Pizza Cats Rule 34. Share this shit. There's been games. Okay. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember that Cartoon Network show about the anthropomorphic cats that flew around in fighter planes and kind of did like Power Ranger shit? Yeah, it's called SWAT cats. SWAT cats. Okay, they had like. They had a furry character, the Miss whatever, Miss Bellum of that show, who's like, I'm pretty sure is porn to hell. Um, she is, and... I mean, it's I... a female furry character. I would be very shocked if it wasn't porn to hell. I'll leave for Samurai Pizza Cat's porn. <laughs> let's, let's, let us judge That's this Pizza funny. Cat porn. Oh. Is it in Not Safe for Work, or...? It's in Not Safe for Work. Oh, okay. That's well, not bad. <laughs> It's I mean, there's, there's worse. There's there's far worse. No, I'm sure like that's the cute one. Do you want the worst? I mean, I, it would put. I, I mean, I mean, the artist yeah. really has experience. Oversized heads. It looks like the neck's gonna snap at any second. Well, I mean, <laughs> that kind of adds to the that adds to the thrill of it. The helm just made me think that she would do it before she has an orgasm. Who knows? I got you. I got you. You wanted something disturbing for you, right? That's a whole new dimension of giving head. Oh, here you go. Here's some disturbing for you. Enjoy. What have you? What have you done? What I'm this? scared. What have you? What? What is? Oh, no, I'm scared. Link. No, I'm, I'm scared. Link. Loading. It's very what much loading. What is this? It looks like uh, French toast. No, it's a cat. <laughs> it's okay. A cat lady. Now there's titties um, and uh, a four pack. Uh, are you getting the facts load also? That is some serious sausage. Man. No, no, you know what's fucking scary? The anchovies on that pizza. That's horrible. Why would they do that? Why would they put anchovies on pizza? That's like it a, a so step away from pineapple. Nervous. Just completely inedible. Is that better? Do okay. you feel better now? There's more edible pizzas with semen on it. Okay, um... Can we be less lewd now? No. Boys, children? Uh, <laughs> Here you go, I want to talk about street sharks. Oh! <laughs> they were fucking jawsome! Okay, her name was Callie Cat, <laughs> if I remember right. There yeah, she it, she's in the NSFW for you. Yeah, she was porned up to hell. Oh, yes. Some of which I have. <laughs> Are pizza cats your fetish, Anon? <laughs> Are they? Are early 90s cartoons your fetish, Anon? They are. What other shit from our childhood did we repress? But have you, any of you fuckers briefed our guests? Like, have you guys yes! done your job? Yes! We have! Yelling I'm over like each other, times. I could never I tell. <laughs> your last time, because I was just screaming. <laughs> no, you've been cutting in and oh. out pretty bad. Kelly Bridge, that's what it was. Well, that's all I can do. Sorry, guys. Believing you. Do you guys remember Duck Dodgers? No. Are you just saying, do you remember stuff? Is that your entire shtick this time? Like, is that all you're doing? Is it? I mean, I remember okay airplane with that food? because it looks like like, I remember those terrible shows. <laughs> Do you remember the Alamo? Because I remember the Alamo. <laughs> I was there. Do you remember last night? Because I don't. <laughs> That's because of the roofie, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss sweetie. How, su how nice. 
That was a condescending, sweetie. <laughs> it's still I can never tell with you, stars. honey. <laughs> Why do I get the imagery of grandma, like, roofing the, the peppermints in the middle of the living room? The fuck? What? what? <laughs> what the fuck you say? No, like, what Grandma, you what big say? mints you have! <laughs> what good breath you have! I did. Well, Adam. so minty. <laughs> oh, Context my for God. plane, I'm guessing. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Well, Grandma, uh, I didn't know you had such a fascination for cucumbers. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, then. Hello, everyone. Are these homemade pickles? Stop. Hey, Flame. <laughs> We're murdering so Ferret. He's, he's not going to be well for our cast. From you, from you asshats about something that I've been posting around. Now I need confirmation. And that's that if we were going to be in a in a cast dating sim this was my interpretation oh, we're still, we're of still talking stories. about that <laughs> yes, no yes, you don't make <clears throat> make one i'm one day gonna get drunk and just make this i already have the program so it's not it's oh, it's a matter jesus. of me getting drunk jesus I, christ <laughs> it, it needs to be a thing Here's when it's thing, made, Benzel. I'm going to do a screaming closet of it. Oh, God. Here's the thing, Benzel. For the dating sim, we should, we we do not write ourselves. We have the other people in the cast write that one character. You know, no, Pencil's probably going to write the whole thing. I'm going to write the whole thing. Yeah, honestly, I would, I, I, would I, yes, I would honestly trust Pencil to write this whole thing. I, 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 it would be a I beautiful a piece of work. Yo, I got yeah. a question. What am I? Kimoiko? What the hell is that? It's for you. Hold on. There's a... There's a chart that will help you. Kimoiko. Thought, thought you were a huge queef, but that's just me. Wow. <laughs> we South Park now, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, Pencil, is there going to be a sex scene with me on top of the Ember Docky? Well, I mean, I don't know if I can do a sex scene because I, I don't want to write about sex, like, gay sex scenes with you guys. <laughs> I don't really want to do it, so I just don't want to do that. I'm sorry. That, just you have your own harem of all of us. Why would it be between us? It's a dating everything. sim, right? So it has to be between the player, which could theoretically be a guy or girl. Be a guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you uh, Yeah, did you just assume it's gender? Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, no, we're rather, not she... Professor Oak in the beginning asking us what our gender are. Oh, what would more likely happen is that we're all women, and then, like, Pencil's character is the token gay man. Oh, no, I, I thought about that. I've actually already got sprites for all of you fucks, so... What's... Oh, God, I can't even read Am this Am I chart. a pretty girl? Um, no, you do cry. You, you are okay. a small male in a sweater, in a sweater vest, what, and you what, cry. And what do I get to be on this? What do I get to be on this chart? What is... What is this... I brought up the okay, Kimo ego. You are, you are Dandere. Yeah, I got it. I which, got it. Which one's that one? Where's that at? Dandere? Dandere? Oh, just on a side note, I'm only, I'm only checking. That Dandere are quiet to the point of seeming emotionless. They are typically just shy, right under the conditions that they actually are friendly and talkative. I'm not sure if I should, I should be flattered by this description or not. <laughs> the idea is that all of the ones I chose. I would just go with flattered, personally. All of uh, typically, Fujiishi or occultist Kimoiko uh, will frequently act outside of social norms. They may engage in off-putting behavior. Despite this, they often have cu uh, cuter side to their personality. Uh, okay. 
cuter Basically, you act super fucking weird, but you're adorable, so you can get away with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. Well said. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, said. apparently my character is Derry Derry, which means I'm just an emotion slut. <laughs> and, appa and apparently, I'm a lack of emotion slut. Here's... I am a, I am a stone, apparently. You're the house of the group, that's what you are. That's lewd. Kine Darius have a twisted, often negative view of the world. They're often exceedingly sarcastic and critical of others. Actions which contradict their worldview may lead to a shift towards Dere. Basically, they're just like, you disagree with me? I have to argue with you now. <laughs> I, I used to do that, but then I don't anymore. So is yeah, Flame exactly. Sexy, so is sex scene, is he gonna wear, be wearing the helmet during the whole time? Oh, Jesus. There's gonna be no sex scenes! <laughs> <laughs> he needs a helmet, though. What part of a wholesome dating app? Like, <laughs> wholesome? The player is gonna be asking, why are you wearing... The I'll write sex scenes, assholes, but it's not going to be player, fun, and there's going to be a chance that you the, die. The, the player is going to be asking you, you, do, do you know how... This is literally going to be something like Doki Doki Literature Club. This is not going to be like, oh, this is so fun. You're going to come out of me going, oh my god, I think I need therapy. Yeah, do, you exactly. do, you understand, exactly. do you understand how much pencil is going to have to drink to write the sex scenes? Only oh, Flutter god. Priest! Guys, the player is going to be asking Flame, why are you wearing the helmet during this? And Flame is going to respond with, for protection. Let me bring up, um, really quick, let me bring up the sprite I want for Enigma. <laughs> I have oh, no. so, Wait, is it just like crying? Is it like crying? <laughs> there, there's there's actually a bunch of different expressions just because they're Otome sprites, so there's a bunch of different oh, things. Oh god. Okay. But um let this me get terrific. him. So Wait what? My my female name is Wesley. You're a crying little boy. Hmm. <laughs> I mean this should not surprise you. What else is new? You get it. Hold on, let me let me bring him up. So okay, let me should... let me let me put on the nightmare glasses. Everything looks the same. Should we put like a plot twist in Enigma's like story arc? Enigma is his own father. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that his father comes back, but wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Jesus looks like Christ. Enigma. <laughs> That's, That's enigma. Me? That's enigma. Holy shit, you couldn't get That's... more gay if you tried. <laughs> That's going in the chat. Like, that's going in the chat. Hold on. There you go, guys. Like, that, that's some, like, Freddie Mercury level of gay, but he's not even cool. Like, fuck me, man. Oh, Lord. You need to slap on the Patreon pin on his vest right there. <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! <laughs> now that just looks like she's going. Yes. <laughs> you supported my Patreon, thanks. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. So is that going to support Patreon or don't support Patreon? <laughs> that's that's like the that's the win condition. That's the win condition for Enigma. If you want to get Enigma, you need to donate to his Patreon. <laughs> 
no, I don't even care about that. The only way you're going to get to Enigma is basically by like ta- constantly protecting him from me. Like, <laughs> you know what? That's hilariously accurate. And now I'm very curious as to the general story ideas you have for every single one of our arts. For all of you guys, I've thought up when I can't sleep at night because of you know, like I can't sleep because I hate my life. So it's fine. Stay off the inevitability. Time. So um, now that I'm done, like previewing the dating sim. (laughs) (laughs) What program were you going to be building it in? Paint. Some online program. (laughs) Um, It's it's already there. It's it's already there. Uh, All right. I I think it's called a cloud novel. It's super dumb and simple. Cloud novel. I'm going to remember that. That sounds hilarious. I want to do it. I have this price. I just need to write it. I'm going to do the thing. Uh, Alex. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or if you want to get in Nicholas Pants, just pledge to his Patreon. <laughs> oh, your, bar- your bartenders for this evening will be a non-pencil. I'm sorry for everything I'm about to create, guys. Enigmatic otaku. Dude, you really support my Patreon player? Player <laughs> If you were a vegetable, you'd be a cucumber. But if I was a vegetable, I'd pull the plug. (laughs) (laughs) Milk and ravage. Apparently, I'm cute and awkward, but nobody knows it. I'm an emotion slut. And this week, we have a very special guest with us. You may recognize her from various places like Equestria Daily, every single story that she's edited on Fim Fiction, or just in cool places, because that's what she is, a cool person. We have the masked ferret. <laughs> if your name actually in English. What? what? Barcast. Drinking oh. love podcast. Drinking love podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, forgive us for being giggly. We're doing uh, research on making a barcast uh, dating sim. No, we're actually just all really gay. Like, it's not even that's, fucking. That's, like, that's, that's not news, though. It's true. Like, um, huge queers. If you're new to watching the podcast, where your user submitted podcast, where users submit the questions, they also politely ask what type of guests we they want, and we say, "Okay, we'll think about it," and then get actually get other guests. Please, your honor. That's today. Today. And uh, then we make that guest <laughs> miserable for two hours. Um, we have a drinking word, just like we do every other week, and uh, they are so, and I don't know. Okay. 
So just get in, just jump in. Could have been worse. Uh, I could have put A and be really Canadian. And of course, we're living, living on Twitch right now. Fuck me. I love it when we're living. <laughs> so if you have questions, go ahead and post them, and we'll relay them to our guest. Unless they're completely ridiculous and just really bad. Like we, I guess we could ask what ferret stick size is, but what's an example of a question that we won't ask pencil? If, what's your actual job? Who are you in real life? Will you be my mommy? <laughs> no, well, I think Enigma needs to be kicked because he already asked that question once. Oh no, but no one in chat can do that. Come <laughs> on, me jackass! You know this. <laughs> Oh, she's all, a daddy. All kinks aside, and Crystal wishes on for another day, let's move on to some <laughs> actual interview questions. Question number one. Ferret, who are you, and what have you done for the fandom? Oh my Christ. Hi, I'm Mashed Ferret. I've done... What did you do for the fandom? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I uh, work for Equestria Daily. I uh, occasionally blog, um, but mostly I handle the pre-readers, which is to say make sure they actually, you know, do emails and then hit them when they fuck up. Act like assholes to people because that's my goddamn job. But I get to be diplomatic about it. Get a shit ton of stuff because when I go, if people go, hey, your story is really great. Do you want an editor? They say yes. Well. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> That's like three quarters of my editing job. So like, you're a really great author. If you ever want me to pre-read something, let me know. And they go, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. And then you also do stuff with uh, Seattle's Angels, of course. I I say recently, but I mean, like the last big thing I did was join Seattle's Angels, uh, where apparently I'm in charge of making the podcast happen because Plum's a lazy fuck. <laughs> Literally, I was like, okay, guys, I can't do the podcast for a while. You guys handle it. And they just stopped doing it. Oh, God. Why didn't you tell me? I would have stuck around. You said you had it. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next question then. Uh, question number two How did you get into the fandom? So, wait. So, technically, I've been in the pony fandom since I was like little baby child because I remember like G1 and like Escape from Midnight Castle and the My Little Pony movie and all that old stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but I kind of grew out of it and, you know, gave away all my pony dolls and all that stuff and forgot about it and was like trawling through YouTube and there was a pony music video of Rarity and I don't even remember the song. And I was like, huh, I vaguely remember ponies. Let's watch. That was pretty cute. Oh, look, it's an episode. And I watched the two-parter and kind of went, oh, my God, I need more of this in my life. Uh, and just kind of, you know, Googled, found Equestria Daily and just never looked back. Okay. <sighs> Trying not to fall over in my chair here. Uh, what is your favorite part of the fandom, the online community, the fanfics, the cons, the music? What is your favorite? Honestly, it's a toss-up between the fix and the people. Like, I love the stories. I'm constantly amazed 
at the incredible authors and stories that come out of pony fiction. Like, I freely admit, I was never super into fan fiction. Like, pony is pretty much my first fandom other than anime. And so the few fan fictions I'd read had been really, really, like, just not garbage porn, but like just pretty generic, like, oh, I really like you, but I have a tragic backstory and that means I can't be with you. And I just kind of went, this is stupid. I don't really care. Um, and then I kind of got into Pony and started reading stuff that was on Equestria Daily and then later on Fimfic and just kind of went, this is better than published material I've seen, you know, that's been professionally made. And these are just mm -hmm. fan creators and just absolutely amazed. And the fandom like the people is just because some of my best friends have come out of Pony. Um, mm. like, you know, Professor Plum, Pegasus Rescue Brigade, you guys, Lisa Claire. Um, I count as really close friends in my life, and I never would have met them if not for Pony. Um, great example yeah. of somebody I never would have hung out with. Like he is a total dude bro. Like you meet him, he looks like the kind of guy who beat you up for your lunch money in high school. Wife beaters, he's a rugby player, like he's an amazing author and a really good friend. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, I would never have talked to you otherwise. I would have seen you on the street and like crossed. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. If there's one thing you could say to your followers or your fans or your friends or the people that hate you, what would it be? Also, are there even people that hate you? That's not okay. I'll be really shocked if anybody actually hates me. I would be very, very confused because I try my hardest to be fairly, if not likable, at least, you know, tolerable. <laughs> so you're a sweet person. You're like a sweet, wonderful person. Exactly. Like if there's anybody who hates me, I'd actually kind of like them to get in touch with you so I can at least, I mean, I probably can't convince them to change their minds, but I'd at least like to know why they hate me because I like to think I'm pretty difficult to really hate. <laughs> yeah, well, I love you too, Tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the chat. That was a bad one. <laughs> I just saw Also, that is the first time I ever heard someone call him Tumor. Yeah. So now, like, what his name is supposed to mean... <laughs> has hit me full force and we've had him in the chapter like forever and he can't stop me so that's fine oh. <laughs> oh. yeah i guess to like followers and whatnot is just thank you for letting me help edit your stories thank you for thinking that you know i have something interesting to say that you want to hear i you know i never expected to kind of be like a known entity the fandom so it's really freaking cool <laughs> all right and then last but not least we we pride ourselves on being a non-political po podcast but we're gonna get deep in it we're gonna jump straight in and we're gonna ask the question that's worse than healthcare, worse than why is canada better than everywhere else we're going super deep elbow deep who is best pony because I see myself in her so much. I absolutely like when yeah, I, I see myself first in her met Pinkie Pie, Sorry, I just went, Oh my god, it's me. Who the hell is stalking me? And then I went, Oh no, wait, she's actually a lot than I tend to be. So maybe not. But yeah, Pinkie Pie is absolutely my favorite. 
I love her. And at the same time, it frustrates the hell out of me because I feel like it's really hard to write her well. Mm. Oh, yeah. 20 writers. Mm. I even think of names off the top of my head or even episodes. Just that, like, when Pinky is written well, I think she is a standout character. And when she's written badly, just kind of cringes. Mm-hmm. That's true. She's a difficult character to write compared to a lot of the others. Compared to a lot of the other characters, she is just so hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take five hours to feed pigs. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Pinky is a high risk, high reward character. That's actually a very good way to put that. Yeah. Without a doubt. Ease. So let's go balls deep into some questions out here on the thread. And we're going to start with some questions here with, from Sunbro for Life, who starts by saying, Number one, what is your favorite video game? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil. I cannot tell you how many times I've beaten that game, and I love it every single time I play it. It broke my goddamn heart when the sequel came out, and they were like, Look, you get to be an edgy chimp! And I just kind of went, Hey! <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I really admit, I did actually like shed a couple tears when that came out, and I just looked at it, and I was like, what? I uh, What? No! <laughs> oh. Kiwis, it's called Beyond Good and Evil, and it is amazing, and go play it. It has, like, one of the best female protagonists I've ever seen. The plot is really deep and engaging, the collectibles are fun, it's... Music is incredible. Everything about it's good. It is good. It's the potential to be terrible. I'll have to put that on my playlist. I actually own that game. So number two. Absolutely. What's your favorite boss fight? Boss fights because I'm terrible at them. Um. Anon in Wind Waker. Ooh. Like, Puppet Ganon was just really, really cool. I just found it really interesting, you know, all the different sort of permutations he went through, you know, the snake and sort of like the biped puppet and everything else. And I just, I love Wind Waker. It's, that's, if I didn't say Beyond Good and Evil, Wind Waker would probably be like, that's, you know, tied for second place. Um, Because I just love the art style. It was actually, and I'm totally, you know, giving away my nerd cred here. It was the first Zelda game I beat. Mm completely on my own like I played with other people and watched people play other games and so I knew about Zelda but I'd never sat down and played one and I played it with my boyfriend at the time and actually uh cried at the end and he got really mad at me he was like you're not supposed to be sad Ganon's an asshole and I'm like but he's really tragic in this game it's actually kind of sad oh. getting so pissed off <laughs> Puppet Ganon was definitely probably my favorite fight Hard as hell when he was the snake because he had to shoot his ass, but really, really cool. <laughs> All right, number three then. Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? But on the other hand, you know, they keep talking about how like calcification is really bad for you. I'm still thinking about it. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> I'm glad you did because it went right over my head. Calcification. Bones. Calcify is to turn into a bone. Oh, okay, okay. Having your heart turn into a bone would probably be bad for you. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is I should drink no more milk. 
I don't know. Milk's pretty yes. Well, I mean, I'm in the process of becoming a Skeletor conversion. Uh, I've got plenty of calcium deposits around my knuckles, so... Helps. Smart jokes. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. You are in small... <laughs> you are in small horse suburb. What business do you start? Services. Or basically, you're like, I don't know what to do, and I'm stuck, and I need motivation. You can come and talk to me, and I will help you get unstuck. Because <laughs> so, wait, so you're Just gonna be... do it. Exactly. You're gonna be. I mean, that's three quarters of like my writing assistance is literally me just, you know, people are like motivate me to write, go and write, poke, 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 go and write, poke, poke, poke. I don't want to. Okay, why are you stuck? So talk about the scene, untangle everything. You're gonna break through the window and basically become an elite agent. (laughs) But I won't have that sweet afro, sadly. (laughs) All right, number five. I need to know for a friend how many skeletons skeletons would make a proper army of skeletons. Are we talking about skeletons that you've resurrected from the dead, or are we talking about the kind that came from dragon's teeth? I think we're talking about skeletons. I I think resurrected from the dead is the context here. That's tricky to say because it depends on the level of decomposition, because if the tendons have all broken down, they're not going to stay together very well. So, like, do you want a handful of really elite skeletons that are just going to mow everyone down? Or do you just want lots of cannon fodder? Because if you just want cannon fodder, then, I mean, just take everybody. I mean, I think bigger is better, usually, nine times out of ten, unless you're talking about butt stuff. Yeah. So then... That goatsy exists. Oh God! Good job. Wait, 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 wait back to me. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever, whatever level of respect I just had for you, it just like fuck tupled in size right now. So I'm just gonna <laughs> see. Like you guys all went there, but I went to the glass jar, and just like my mind hurts. <laughs> Not one man, one jar. Goat C is very, very different and sacred. I know. Just uh. I've been on the internet a long time. <laughs> So I think of old memes. It, it will never die. It's like no. metal. Duck roll! <laughs> oh, fuck you. Rick Astley's better. Actually Flat. came out, the Foo Fighters were doing a concert, and Rick Astley came out and sang that song. Beautiful. I saw that. That's, that's that wonderful. Fantastic. And Dave Grohl's like, <laughs> here's our best friend, Rick Astley! They did it to uh, the tune of um, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, too. Yes, I thought that was brilliantly funny. I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but it's great. <laughs> All right. Number six. Do you even praise bro? Bro, so I guess not. All right. Now we're going to questions from Famous Last Words. Hey, he starts by asking... What's your favorite 90s jam, and why should it be All the Small Things by Blink-182? Freaking great song. Also because the music video is just ripping the shit out of NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, and it's hysterical. Okay. Now we're going to... We're going to RB-47. Who asks, why a ferret? Um... 
so I've always really liked ferrets. I actually owned a couple for a while, but I picked up the nickname back in like high school. And it was just because similarities, I'm very like, I'm either super high energy or I'm just like flat on the ground. Um, I used to be fairly flexible and I'm very, I have like just a horrendous sense of curiosity. Don't know something I will just move heaven and earth to find out what it is. Alright. <laughs> I got better. Somebody could make like a passing comment and be like, I need to know what that means. I don't even remember what I said. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number two. Why a mask? It's just the typical ferret appearance. Because they're awesome, and you get to sneak around stuff. Sneaky ferret. All right. What and the number three. Raccoon. <laughs> they stole that shtick. Number three. When will the masked ferret be unmasked? We'll hold on to it until then. All right. Let's see. Now we have questions from Tony Montana. So let's start with his first set of questions. Fuck, Mary kill between fanfiction, EQD, and fanfiction.net. .net, because God, that site's terrible. I freely admit, like, I have read stuff on there, and I've gotten started there. But God, it's so bad. Um... I guess it'd be like Mary EQD because they're like the respectable ones, you know. Like, <laughs> Sorry, they have no. that veneer of respectability to them, and like they like to pretend they're better than they are, but I mean, you know, they're not. And then just fuck fanfic because they're into some weird shit. Oh, it's yes. true. It's true. Such as the Tale of Shadow Blade. Oh, oh god! Nominated, nominated for Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> More like our surprise. Yeah. But <laughs> that, no quickly, I'm just going to interject and say I'm going to take off right now. And oh. you all have an amazing cast. I just wanted to come in and say hi for a little while. So well, you, you've come. In. The, time has, the time has come and so have I. Yes. So, good night, Flame. All right. Nice meeting you, Ferret. Number two. Could you please explain to us why Canada is not a real country, but Canada is? Canada has these really great little, like, 30-second, one-minute clips they run in during commercials that are called, um, oh, God, what are they? They're, like, historical moments or something. And there's actually a historical moment that's, you know, Jacques Cartier coming to Canada and talking to the natives, and he's there with the priest, and the old, you know, native dude points at a village. He goes, Canada. What is he saying, Father? And the priest goes, oh, he's, he's clearly referring to the land. Canada, Canada, and one of the like boys pipes up with. Actually, I think he's referring to the village. No, no, no. He's clearly referring to the country. There's, you know, <laughs> and I... kind of potentially true story of why Canada is not a real country. Because come on, it's basically a village, and Canada just sounds so much better. <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk about those horrible commercials that Canada used to play. Once we don't talk about Tim Hortons. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about the, that commercial they did about the rape whistle. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, for a while they were they were, they were circulating the rape whistle commercial. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> no, my favorite commercial is the one about um the like the brain or whatever because it's literally just you know it's like the operating room you just hear the beeping of the heart monitor and it's the guy going what about now and the woman just suddenly goes i smell burnt toast doctor i smell burnt toast and it's supposed to be like well that's how we figured out that what happens to your brain when you have a stroke it just became this recurring joke between me and my friends of like i smell something burning lie down you're having a stroke <laughs> there's also another one where they they have, they have muppets and the muppets start singing don't you put it in your mouth <laughs> yeah, that that's real no that's that's absolutely real nick was right you can literally look that up i think it's literally the song is called don't put it in your mouth and it's literally a song with these little blue muppets singing about how you shouldn't eat stuff if you don't know what the hell it is <laughs> <laughs> Like it's little rats and they're like running around and the one that finds a trap and he's like, oh, what's that? I'm gonna touch it. And his brother's like, don't touch it. We don't know what it is. Yeah, I guess you're right. Then they like go off to play. I'll <laughs> play in my like, mouth. Fuck, they're learning. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's one more that I remember where it's a horrible one where this lady's like, uh, she's like a chef or something and she's walking around with boiling water and then she trips and the water falls on her and there's a zoom in on her face as she's screaming and her face is turning all red and blistering. This is an okay. Canada's weird. Australia has bad ones too. Just saying. <laughs> but America's flawless. Moving on. <laughs> Which is better? A story with dragon tits or a story called dragon tits? <laughs> Ferret is dead. Ferret does oh. not compute. She does not compute. Is oh god, dead. is Ferret actually dead? Go. Ferret, Fuck. you can hear us, we cannot hear you. Just letting you know. Oh no, she put it in her mouth. Alright guys, we talked about this. You're not supposed to kill the guest <laughs> while I'm sleeping. <laughs> this is why we have safe words. God damn it. Same question that it killed Ferret. Good job, guys. Whichever one of you asked that question, is that Tony Montana? Good job, Tony Montana. You killed our guest. <laughs> I'm sending a direct this message a, now. This is a first. What, what, what do? No, we've, we've had this like happen with like Rob before. That's why I had the train whistle. I mean, I could take the time to acknowledge everyone in the chat by name. We could do that. Also, we are about right. halfway through. Well, no, we're 30 minutes in. Never mind. Really quick. Hi, Alex underscore. Hi, non pencil. Hi, Nick Medaka Taco. Hi, Mike Snipe. Uh, hi, Tumor. Hi, Red Wolf, whatever. I can't read right now. Hi, Sever Drake 77. Hi, Dr. Disco. Hi, Phantom Most Everything. Hi, General Hanoish. Hi, Indestructible. Hi, J4MM3, maybe Jamie. Hi, Jack of Few Trades. Hi, Justice Waiting. Hi, Lisa Claire. Hi, Mobile Sam 116. Hi, Moonlit Post. Hi, no non no context given. Hi, not enough coffee. Hi, the other guy. Other other guy. Hi, Random May 284. Watch as I mispronounce all your names. <laughs> and hi, Rundown Jet. And hi, the Masked Carrot. Right away. It's true. Away. Just said for me. 
I said hi uh, at Nomadic Otaku like right away, right at the first, that there was like one of the first ones I said. Hmm. I suppose we can also no. take this time to, uh, oh, hi. Fred's back. Hi. Hi, oh, welcome hi. back. Meanwhile, join the podcast. Did you go mad about badmouth in Canada or something? It just, he <laughs> died on us. Here's a link to the group. Join the group. Uh, if not, you should join the Patreon. Here's a link to the Patreon. I'm done. Continue. Uh, <laughs> we'll just move right to the next question. Uh, which is better, a story with dragon tits or a story called dragon tits? Dragon tits as a type of drink or like the actual tits on a reptile? Tits on a reptile. There's a drink. Be a thing. There probably is. I just kind of assume there's likely a drink. Um, I'd say the story because personally, reptiles with mammalian aspects really irritates me. Yes. <laughs> hey, Enigma, link your story. No. <laughs> no. Overridden. You want to see what ferret looks like mad. No. That's not how biology works. Yes! <laughs> Thank you. I wrote the story about <laughs> dragon tits. The story is called dragon tits, and it's literally about a plastic surgeon saying, Ember, dragons aren't supposed to have breasts. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> now I want to go up to a bar, slam my hand down, and say, Get me a dragon tit. And they'll probably let you can go, just one? Hey, man. His kink. True. It might be a weak drink, like a mimosa. I can see that, actually. <laughs> put some blue agave in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just put some blue curacao. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, like, hypnotic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what what about film fiction is better than Equestria Daily? Hard Dead. to compare oh, the two of there them. There you go. Go ahead. I feel like it's hard to compare them because Equestria Daily is meant to be a news aggregate site, and Finfic is meant to be for fan fiction. In terms of like who does fan fiction better, Finfic, no question, because that's what it's built for. But in terms of like news about the fandom, Equestria Daily, like to me, it's it's they're both websites and they're both about ponies, and that's where the similarity ends. Okay, I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Which is the best for fostering a community? Early days, Equestria Daily. Nowadays, probably Finfic. Okay, uh, cool. Finfic has a lot more. Equestria Daily is a lot more like, here is some news. Um, they're, like, we're working on getting more discussion stuff going, but there is just so much news that happens that stuff kind of gets drowned out, whereas Finfic doesn't have that constantly have to be saying what the latest thing is. It can just go at its own, it can go at whatever pace it wants to. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't get flooded with fake horse news? <laughs> Good old horse news and capper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that elephant in a room on a different day. <laughs> about the Playboy article. Wait, what? They Playboy did an article about how the alt-right infiltrated bronies. Quote from Capper from Horse News. Oh, they dropped the question oh. daily, but they didn't bother asking us for info because they know we would have laughed them out of the shop. Getting uh, towards it political, was so I'm just going to warn everybody about that. Yeah, let's move on to the next question. Oh, it was that it was an article that was clearly like, I'm desperate for news. Let's figure something to write about. 
Well, let's pick some polarizing topics and smash them together. That was all I was going to say. That's how opinion I news do politics. Works. I'm Canadian. I don't do American politics. Moving on. If you had the chance to go back in time to relive an era of history without any consequences, would you do it? And if so, when and where would you go? Difficult because I love living in current society because speaking as a girl, I have more rights than I would in any other time in history. On the other hand, Victorian era and I really loved the 20s like those were really cool times but I totally want to want to have to give up the rights that I have now so I probably wouldn't honestly totally fair are there any types of stories that you won't pre-read slash edit um I don't do tragedy horror and really really sad stuff I basically like adventure fantasy comedy slice of life romance I'm totally there. Porn, sure, it doesn't turn me on, but I'll still edit it for you. But I don't like dark, sad, gory stuff. Nothing uh, of mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pencil is like, no, I don't read any of your shit. I love you, but I'm not reading it. No, that's smart. That's very smart. Grilled <laughs> cheese sandwiches. Moving on. <laughs> Are there any stories you were really glad to have been able to have pre-read? Oh my god um <laughs> i feel like i just want to take the cop-out answer and say all of them because that's really how i feel i feel like every time i pre-read or edit a new story i'm like oh my god that was the best thing i ever edited um sweetie chronicles has been really rewarding to do the rise and fall of the dark lord sassaflash was amazing and the author dramica Sukas actually gave me like a hardcover copy he'd had made as a christmas gift one year that was just beautiful um, that and Alicorn are like the two fanfic books I actually have physical copies of. Wow. And almost everything writes really good stuff. Like his stuff's really funny and it's also really insightful. Um, He's in the chat right Enchanted now. Library by Monochromatic is really good. Uh, two Peritonia really needs a lot more love. It's by Cloudy Skies and it is so good. And I think a lot of people sort of looked at it went, ew, season two, I'm not touching that. Hmm. But it's a really, really solid fic. It's long, I'm not going to lie, but I think it's really worth diving into. All right. Then let's move right. on. What's up? <laughs> I just said sorry. I feel like I'm giving way too detailed answers. No, it's all good. You're fine. Um, what makes an effective pre-reader? Uh, how are pre-readers different from editors, and when should someone get a pre-reader a pre-reader over an editor, and vice versa? Um, an effective pre-reader is you need to be able to sort of look objectively at the story. Uh, you need to sort of be able to analyze how the story makes you feel, um, kind of put yourself in other people's shoes, and sort of say, okay, did I think this was easy to understand? Do I think other people will understand this well? Similar thing. Uh, pre-readers and editors, an editor is more like you're going, editor will see like the first pass of a story, so there'll be like your first draft you will give to an editor and they'll correct your grammar and your spelling issues and any like pacing problems you have, and then a pre-reader is more, I mean literally it's, it's the person who sees it before your readers do, so they're sort of more of a last pass um, 
look for stuff. They're more looking at, you know, okay, does this all hang together? Well, they're typically they're looking more for like broad stuff or that's how I do it. When I'm pre-reading, I'm looking more for broad issues of like, okay, does this scene overall feel good rather than, okay, do I have issues with, you know, that sentence? Right. Overlap and everyone sort of has their own like definitions. Totally fair. Then last but not least from Tony Montana. Do you have any writing advice that you'd like to share? <laughs> I'm so tempted to say like Colton Gardez, uh, Mr. Numbers, Aragon. Like there are countless people on FinFic who've written really good writing advice. Even the FinFic writing guide is really solid. The best advice I've heard is really read. Read a lot. Read stories you like and stories you hate and then look at why you like them or hate them do you love this story because the author really got into your skin and made you feel the character do you hate this story this character or do you hate it because the character was really flawed and really badly portrayed and you just couldn't relate to them um so i think it's really important to read but it's also important to learn how to read um just in terms I of mean... being able to take useful knowledge from it I mean, if we're gonna write, if we're gonna be on a fan fiction site, we should probably learn how to read. Helps. <laughs> I wish. I wish I knew how to read. That that explains a lot about your writing, Enigma. <laughs> All right, we are going to go to Foamy, who I had the severe displeasure of missing last week. I'm sorry, but we have fan most everything. So number one. Have you improved your sneak attack hug bonus since BronyCon? <laughs> okay, so the story behind this is that Arconics and a bunch of other people were going together to play Secret Hitler, and they had asked Fan of Most Everything, who happens to be Jewish. So he was a little uncomfortable and said, you know, I don't want to play. And so Arconics was kind of fretting me, saying, oh, I feel like I shouldn't have asked him because he's Jewish, and I made him really uncomfortable. So I ran over to, so I walked over, well, no, let's be honest, I ran over to Foamy because Arch is, no, 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 don't talk to him. And I said, well, now I want to check. And just kind of came over and hugged him from behind. And he was really shocked. And I went, Fomi, are you okay? Like, we weren't trying to offend you by offering to play Secret Hitler. Is that okay? And he was like, no, 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 I'm fine. But, oh, my God, you gave me a heart attack. All right. Is it true that you slew your arch nemesis, the Veiled Weasel, in a duel by cute at Cuddlebock Falls? It is indeed somewhere in Ontario, and I did not. We considered a duel by cute, and then we realized that if we worked together, we could totally conquer the world with our adorableness. Oh. Doesn't that <laughs> make inherently both of you evil? What we do after we take over the world. Like, if we enslave everybody, then yeah, we're in trouble. But maybe we're going to make the world a better place. And then can you really say it's evil if everybody's happier? Does this like also involve... Conquering the planet. Is it really a bad thing? Uh, <laughs> depends. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. If you could summon one thing bigger than in your head, what would it be? One thing bigger than your head. Sorry, not in your head. Sorry. <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah. Mm. Probably be Lee's. Eclair, because he lives in redacted stand, and that's way too far away to hang out. All we're right. totally summoned him back to Ontario, and that way we could get Rob Caker down again. You know, they won't give him shit at border. 
Yeah, he's been going through some shit. See, this is why I figure we need to get Lee's down. Because then we can hang out and Rob will cheer up, hopefully. Hopefully. Moving on. On a more serious note, what are your personal three top stories you've edited by whatever criteria you choose? The top of my head would be Pascoite's Love Song of a Loser. Beautiful piece, which is it's hard to describe. It's kind of meta. It's kind of not. It's basically him as the author talking to Applejack as he's writing her. And it's just a really beautiful, touching piece of him sort of figuring out what is her and what is vo words that he's putting into her head and sort of deconstruction a bit. Um, but it was really cool to look at. Um, to Peritonia, which I mentioned earlier, because it's just my god is so cool like peritons as a species have not really been touched on but would absolutely fit in beautifully in equestria because come on they're literally like bird deer um the characters themselves like dash and fluttershy and rarity are really really well characterized third would probably have to be rise of the dark lord sassiflash um and again it's just it's a really really fun story jermeka sukas was great to work with just a really nice guy um and it was really interesting. It was because it's literally it's like Cthulhu kind of mashed with ponies. And so to manage to get sort of that unsettling creepiness of Cthulhu, but also still have it feel. I felt was really a really interesting challenge to sort of work, work our way through. Fascinating. And I'm definitely not hurt. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to questions now from Manaphy. Uh, number one, uh, which pony would be the most tolerable to spend time alongside? Uh, Snips, Fleetfoot, or Spoiled Rich? Spoiled Rich is a rotten adult. Fleetfoot is probably a decent person, but she's a little too motivated to like do scummy things just to win. Whereas Snips is like, he's just a kid. And yeah, he's kind of dumb, but at the same time, he's got kind of an endearing quality to him. Fleetfoot also has that lisp to her voice. Mind the lisp. I had friends who had lisp in school. I All hear right. it and I just filter it out. Number two. What genre of stories do you find most interesting? Also between comedy and slice of life. Because it's so varied, you know? Like, what is a normal day in the life to one character is totally different to another character. Like, I mean, for example, you know, between Spoiled Rich and Snips. Like, what's a normal day to Spoiled Rich is going to be miles away from what it is for Snips. And so I love the breadth of story that you can get with that single tag. And comedy is is similar because it just me laugh. It's kind of obviously it's really easy to make me laugh. And so I love seeing all the different ways that humor can be sort of evoked from writing. Mm -hmm. um... <laughs> Like that, just like that. Dead. You there for it? Oh, there. there she is. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll go on to the next question then. Uh, we're going to questions now from Alex underscore, who 
of course, made you a signature ferret emoji. What? Yep. We have a ferret emoji for you now. I'll throw it here in the little chat. You can do with that however you wish. That is all yours. So let's start to question number one. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Uh, what is your funniest anecdote? It would probably just be that one with Foamy and Secret Hitler because it was literally me going like, I'm going to go ask him. And I was going, no, 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 no. And me going, no, 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 it'll be fine. I'll be right back. And like me just kind of sprinting across the room with Arch futilely trying to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> there, There's no other anecdotes. Nothing from BronyCon. Other cons, I don't like, know. One of my favorite things at BronyCon, not this year, last year, uh, there was, so there's a bit of backstory here. So Equestria Daily was approached by a publishing house uh, that said, hey, we want to hire you guys to write a story. Um, you know, it'll be professionally published. It'll be great. Blah, 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 blah. You can sign a contract with us. We'll pay you. Not me personally, but I think Aquaman and a couple other people went, okay, I'll bite. Let's see the contract. Well, the contract was, it was, you know, you are committing to putting out like a book every year. Uh, you have to write to spec. So whatever they give you, you have to write that. Uh, you can't publish anywhere else. So you couldn't, you know, scrub your fan fiction and republish it. Um, and just like really yellow dog terms. Um, but eventually they who was either willing to agree to their terms or who was able to renegotiate them into a better position and they wrote a book called my little brony what oh boy God. guys it's a real fucking trip and i just remember sitting in the hotel room with all of us it, aquaman actually had a physical copy because i think they pulled it from the shelves because it did so badly so like you can't find this book anymore so he had a copy uh, and I just remember doing a drinking game from it. It was literally every time Ferret starts laughing to a point where she can't read, you take a shot. Uh, and it was stuff like kid, it's some teenage high school boy, and he lives in a town where everybody is super into football, and his dad's the coach, and he sucks at football because, of course, he does. Can I don't mean to interrupt you, but I posted a link. Is this it? it is okay so it's called cool. my little brony an unofficial novel about finding the magic of friendship yep 2015 campaigns so if we Jesus. all order one right now and get it popular will it make a second book the sequel come out no please so. please continue please continue anyway, so it's, it's like you know he's the standard loser his dad's you know coach of the football he sucks at sports he has a little sister who loves my little pony and she makes him watch it with him and he's like oh my god i actually like this show and then there's the quirky girl at school who comes in in dressed up as various characters from the show specifically the main six and she has like a different character for every single day uh, so at one point she comes in and he goes, I realized she was dressed as Pinkie Pie and I wanted to kill myself for knowing that. <laughs> Sorry. It's like that. Magical. Oh my god. Exactly. She's a manic pixie dream girl. Was there a prom in this story? No, we didn't get that far. <laughs> How got, long like, is it? 
Like it's like maybe a couple hundred pages. Oh my god, milk. I, I kinda wanna do a dramatic reading of this book. Yeah, it's two hundred and seventy-two pages. It's tiny. If if oh. it was literally just like every single page, I would crack up several not, times. Not all two hundred pages. So bad. But like Oh man. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it offline because there's no sense wasting <laughs> cast time for this. We have questions, we'll go through them. But shit, we may have just found a barcast project. Moving on. Another one. <laughs> um maybe that's if we hit a hundred dollars a month on Patreon. Pretty epic. Number two. What's the craziest thing you've ever knitted? A tiny pair of bagpipes for a ferret. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It was literally, a friend of mine had a ferret whose name was Woozle. He was rescued, so it wasn't, we didn't pick the name. Uh, the kid who owned him and didn't know how to take care of a ferret did. Uh, but he was a really sweet little ferret. But he loved, like, ferrets have this thing where they love to steal socks. Where most people who own ferrets just don't bother having a sock drawer. You just go find the ferret and then you take your socks out because they're not going to stay in the drawer. Um, so and was getting sick but he said can you make him a plush toy or something I said, sure what do you want and he goes i don't know what about bagpipes I found a pattern made a little pair of bagpipes <laughs> yeah we actually i don't know where they are now but i had pictures of woozle carrying the bagpipes around in his back <laughs> <laughs> all right Number three, some guy comes up to you with a knife and a mean countenance. He totally means to do you harm. All you have to do to defend yourself are two knitting needles and a ball of yarn. How well do you fare? Because my first reaction is scream and kick him in the balls. Help. Um, that would work for most guys. Exactly. <laughs> well, because, like, yes, I have knitting needles and yarn, but I don't actually want to cause anybody permanent harm. Like, there's excessive response. Well, what you if know, you're a eunuch? I mean, even if you have it removed, you still have part of the genitalia, and there's still a lot of nerve endings there. It's so true. I think it's still going to hurt pretty bad. Like, it's just you're going to drop to your knees rather than you're going to curl up in the fetal position. <laughs> Number four. The female anatomy had... What the fuck are you doing, Alex? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to answer this question. Number four. The female anatomy has seven orifices large enough to be penetrated with a knitting needle. Oh, that went in a different direction. Okay. <laughs> I suppose technically you could stab them around your eyeballs. But let's discount those for a moment. You have to have a knitting needle roughly inserted into three of these. Which do you choose? I'd say oral, anal, and vaginal. Because that's going to be the least uncomfortable. And because... Based on this question, I'm assuming they're not going to go with a really small gauge needle. They're probably going to go for something really big. Yeah. I really want to have, you like, them... you know, my nostrils dilated. Well, if you put them in, like, your eye, like, that, you're just going to get lobotomized. <laughs> Stick a needle in your eye. How about no? How about no? How about uh... never? How about no? Never, never break your promises. This is Number why I five. wear safety glasses. Well, I wear regular glasses, but they double in a pinch. Number five. Would it be more uncomfortable to be stuffed into a suitcase full of live ferrets or a suitcase full of knitting needles? 
Those are all jumbled up, then the ferrets unquestionably, because most ferrets are actually pretty social animals and are not inclined to just bite first. Uh, if the knitting needles are like laid flat, then that would probably be more comfortable. But I feel like you feel like a hot dog at like the 7 Eleven, you know, like if you start moving and everything just kind of starts rolling around. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That is not normal. I mean, that's legit, but that's not normally what a hot dog is used for in similes. <laughs> you know, because okay. they have those like rolling heaters or whatever. No, it was legit. It was just just something I thought of. It was legit. <laughs> Moving on. Number six to everyone. Did anything fun or interesting happen to any of you over Halloween? I'm just going to go from the top and then like rapid fire pencil. What happened at Halloween? Well, I yelled at a child, and then I cried because I yelled at a child. <laughs> Enigma. Nothing. I just started a new fic. Uh, ferret. Candy to really cute little kids, so no, but I had a good time anyway. I gave two bottled teas to two kids that got to my door before I could run to the party, and they just looked up at me like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Milk. I got really drunk, I think. Yeah. Memory loss an indicator of drunkenness, so yes, Ravage. <laughs> I drew Lude Scootaloo riding a broom. Yes. <laughs> and it was live on stream, too, because that's the thing you can see here at the broadcast. Moving on. Um, now we're going to Trickster Forrester for their questions. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? You did it, Priest. Easily, because it's clean. Okay. Can you can <laughs> a can as a canner can can a can? Not a canner. If Stu choose shoes, should Stu choose the shoes he choose? Picky Stu is. I mean, is he really selective and like, I'm only going to chew leather penny loafers? Or will he just put anything in his mouth? Don't put it in your Don't mouth. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's... Edited, except for the porn scene, so when the like the girl goes to go down on a guy, the muppets pop up and just go, Don't you put it in your mouth? Don't you put it in your mouth? <laughs> and then she backs I up like that. Oh my god, that would be beautiful. <laughs> oh, that is a it's nice like... visual. Just like fucking that Pornhub, the next big meme. Uh, that'd be awful. I just, I just had to state that because that sounds freaking terrifying. <laughs> Say well, anyway. Let's go to questions from Not Enough Coffee, who says, "Hello, have a wonderful time on the cast." Now here are some questions. Number one: Why do they cotton swab the guy's arm with rubbing hob alcohol before a lethal injection? What the fuck? And it's because laws are stupid. Number two. There is when... hypothetically the chance he will not die, and if he dies of a blood infection, you get in trouble. Because laws are stupid. It's true. It's true. Number two. When sign makers go on strike, is anything written on their signs? Because then they're making the signs for their own benefit rather than because they're getting paid to do it. One. Number three. Why is lemon juice made with artificial flavor and dishwashing fluid made with real lemons? 
liquid, you can put like two drops of lemon juice in and go, it's made with real lemons. Whereas lemon juice, you actually need it to taste like lemons rather than just smell pretty good. Fair. Number four, if your car says Dodge on the front of it, do you really need a horn? So I'm going to say yes. Like blind people or someone who's illiterate is going to have a way harder time. It's true. We got to think of the blind people. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, if you tell a joke in a forest and nobody laughs, was it a joke? It may still be a joke, but it was a really, really terrible joke. Hold on. If you're alone in the forest and you're telling jokes, I'm pretty sure you're the joke. Just say. Oh, got him. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your camping trip, Enigma? Hold <laughs> <laughs> the joke. Nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the follow through on that. I'll give you a cookie later. I'll FedEx it to you. I've never had a cookie before. <laughs> oh, oh no. I, I believed you for a second. Don't do that to me. My house, so I know it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Last one, but definitely not least. Number six. Would you rather drink a quart of cum or a glass of period blood? Either one's going to make me throw up, so I don't think it matters. <laughs> because I don't mind blood, but that much blood would probably really put me off. Yeah, I mean, you could just be like, hey, drink some pineapple juice first, or something. Right? <laughs> Moving on to RK Striker JK5. <laughs> What's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Oh my god. Um, I mean, in the broad category, I'd say anime. <laughs> but more specifically, The Ancient Magus Bride, which is a show that's currently ongoing and is just mind-blowingly good. Like... The production value is stunning. The story is a really solid fantasy piece and is just characters are so well developed. I love it. Huh. Is it gonna be the new thing that everyone's crazy about, or is it gonna be something that's sadly overlooked for the next Naruto or Sword Art Online? It's gonna be pretty hyped because they released a, a three part OVA for it that people got really hyped for. So I could see it actually taking off pretty hard. Neat. Alright, number two. Have you done anything? Have you ever done anything for anything non-MLP? Cosplay once or twice? Um, but not really, no. Sweet. Now we have a save station, which is literally only here for my benefit, I think. Uh, would I like to yes. save my progress? Yeah, we're going to save our progress this time around. Uh, now we're going to Tumor. I did it! I did it! I got the joke. Boop. Oh, hey, I'm alive. Now, for the fast carrot. Number one. How much were you paid to make another appearance? Exactly as much as I was worth. Oh. No, don't you do that to yourself. That's (laughs) awful. (laughs) I didn't say that I was paid in cash. I was just paid in gratitude and attention. Because I'm an attention lawyer. All right. Number two, what's your favorite headcanon? Um, I mean, for the longest time, my favorite headcanon was that, like, Derpy was actually an amazing flyer and just had, like, but the show's actually made that canon. So, probably that Mr. and Mrs. Cake are secretly Alicorn. 
Did you just I say just, Mrs. Cake is, is secretly an Alcorn? It's a story. What were you saying, Pencil? Yes, uh, and Lady. I need to get going, so I will... Okay. And I'll see you guys soon. Have a I'll wonderful you. evening, you Pencil. Take care. Thanks for being on the cat. Bye. Everyone else. <laughs> uh, there's a really great story that's about these two rival bakers who were fighting and they came to a cake judging competition uh, that Celestia, of course, was judging and ended up saying, okay, well, you have to try mine first because otherwise you'll think hers is very said, fine, I'll try them both first. And they were so amazing. She had an overflow of magic and created two alicorns out of the out of the desserts and that's why pound cake is a pegasus and pumpkin cake is a unicorn <laughs> i like it solid sorry so yeah that's my head get it <laughs> number three how far is too far depends on context too much but typically when she starts screaming no okay that's very <laughs> true number four jigsaw captures you and puts you in a zoo you have to sexual one male animal that is roughly <laughs> your size or larger. You'll be covered in welfare and tossed into Detroit. Assuming this zoo is Noah's Ark, which animal would you sex and why? On the story, it's called That Makes Sense, right? Oh my god. <laughs> and it's actually one of his. <laughs> but yes, it's one of my favorites. Um... Rather just take my chances in Detroit. <laughs> you know it's a scary place, but I don't blame you. I mean, if it's if it's Noah's Ark, then I guess I pick a pick a, a human male. <laughs> I will sex them. Oh, there! I, I guess Noah's one hell of an animal. That's the dirtiest <laughs> animal of all. I but it's the old guys that have the most experience. <laughs> I heard those creatures, those human creatures, hold hands like heathens. <laughs> All right, now we have questions for the barfest, and number one is hi. So I guess everyone say hi on three. One, two, three. Hi. hi. Fuck off. <laughs> Number two, favorite new asterisk, new to friendship is magic, no sea ponies technically count, introduced in the movie. Uh, I liked how we had, like, anthro dog people, and now we have anthro cat people, too. Like, yeah, the, like the furry... Go ahead. The f Beyond the Badlands is the furry lands. That's what was established. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Like, what? what what's, the nothing... cats come from a place called Abyssinia. Really? I didn't catch that detail. <laughs> like, the meat. This the is minute... a backstory of, like, Capper and Tempest and everybody else. So I thought that was pretty epic that he comes from Abyssinia. <laughs> Sad backstory. Comes from asbestos. <laughs> I liked Capper, but, like, I knew the minute that I had to get home, I'd be like, okay, how can I make fun of the rarity Capper ship that was focused on so hard in the movie? Yes. And then I wrote, like, well, I guess I'd fuck a cat. Yeah, I read that on the road. <laughs> it was great. 
Anyone else? Anyone else got feedback before we move to the next question? Honestly, nah. like I thought they were super cool as sea ponies, and then I saw Sky Star as a hippogriff, and I was like, "Oh, you're so cute!" You know what's? And I know a lot of people things... hate her, but I thought she was great. You know what's scary about those things, though? Huh? They have the strength to lift the motherfucker off the ground. <laughs> Don't fuck with the hippogriffs; they will destroy you. It's true. Number three. Did you know that the short-beaked echidna has a four-headed penis? When fully erect, it's about 20% the length of its body, and the shaft is covered in spines. During mating, the heads are on one side shut down and do not grow in size. The other two are used to release semen into the female's two-branch reproductive tract. Each time it copulates, it alternates heads and sets of two. In months before the mating seasons, the male's testes swell to three times the normal size, more like a kid nuts, am I right? Actually knew that. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. I have sonic porn. I don't want to talk about it. Such such horrible <laughs> creatures these enchiladas sound like. Uh. In terms of weird genitalia, I think the Muscovy duck actually tops it. I believe it's the Muscovy duck. They basically have a dick that spirals like a corkscrew. Yeah, it's the corkscrew penis! And, the know, and they're shows. really big on, like, rape. So the females have actually, like, evolved really convoluted internal passageways. Um, <laughs> and the duck's still head. just, like, swiggity swoogity. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, for those of you that are curious, there's a YouTube video on specifically female uh, uh, genitalia outside the human species. And basically, the female, uh, the female duck's uh, uh, vaginal cavity, whatever you want to call it, is a reverse corkscrew, and all they have to do is tense their muscles, and that keeps it from being violated. Make like dead zones too, so they can sort of like <laughs> tense their muscles and like redirect it into just an empty spot, so they don't get fertilized. Yeah, it redirects it into it redirects the male duck's dick into the twilight zone. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, it, it makes perfect sense why Donald Duck is always pissed off all the time. So freaking happy and skips. <laughs> I'm sure Mono would love to know that about Donald. We're moving on. I'm sorry, Mono. <laughs> Maybe he's not that kind of dog. <laughs> Please, I grew up watching Donald Duck. He is just that kind of duck. <laughs> Alex underscore puts a comment down for two mare, and then we have questions with Violon, and Pencil's gone, so someone's going to have to do it. So I'm, I've done it before, so Milk, wake up. I'm do, do, milk. Do, do the, the Pencil song in your best Pencil impression. Okay, Ravage, you do it. Ah, fuck. <clears throat> It's time for questions with Vylon. You did it! That was really good! Oh, yeah! Okay. Um, Vylon has one hell of a question for you that I'm sure is going to uh, cement or ruin friendships. So here we go. Tea or coffee? Questionably. Unquestionably? Yes. I, I just I, have never developed a taste for coffee. Uh, I do is all right. like flavored coffee, but it's like so flavored it doesn't even taste like coffee. 
fair. Um, I'm actually going to pose to you a, a writing prompt question that was posted on 4chan a while back, since you are a T fan, apparently. Um, yes. If you had, uh, are you caught up on the show by chance? I am not, sadly, but I've been spoiled on pretty much everything, so I'm not worried. Do you know the tea shop pony? Yes. Okay. What tea would you give tea shop pony to impress her? Hmm. Probably some really nice rooibos. I don't know what that is, but it sounds impressive. (laughs) It's Um, from an African bush. It's a red tea. And it's really nice because it's got a very mild, sweet flavor to it. Uh, hey, Sarah, is it also pronounced Rebos? O-O-I-B-O-S. Huh. Because I know we have a tea that my mother has always pronounced it Rebos. It might be the same thing. Yeah, I could totally see it being the same thing. Well, Ravage, my mother pronounces awesome as awesome so... (laughs) I spell awesome without an E, so, you know... (laughs) Doesn't make it right. <clears throat> Anyways. We're going to move on now. His answer, because he says he give them English breakfast because they don't have England in Pony World and it'd be exotic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Or right, you could give them a traditional Japanese meal, which includes horse meat, and let them figure it out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm super not into encouraging cannibalism. <laughs> Moving on to questions from Icy Shake before we burn down Equestria. <laughs> As someone who works behind the scenes with a lot of Arthurs that, but hasn't published in terms of stories, especially on your own page, how do you feel your experiences of the site and the fandom generally differ from people who primarily write their own stories? I'm honestly not sure because I have I've written two things. I co-wrote a story a chapter with Super Big Mac for TNAB's Not a Dream series. And then I wrote a little short ficlet, which is in Horizons Never the Final Word, about sheep uh, and why you would call one lanolin. Like stuff that you find in sheep's wool that makes your hands soft. Hmm. Um, I'm honestly not sure because I really have enough information on the other side of the spectrum. Um. because I've like I tried writing and it just didn't really appeal so I just stuck to editing um (laughs) like it's the the question here is really interesting and I I don't want to like bull over you here but I feel like a lot of the literally feel like I don't really have an answer for it but it's a really good question I feel like the question itself is in in some ways flawed because I feel like a lot of what the community that Fimfic has nowadays isn't even so much like it's obviously on the site, but it's backed up and reinforced and enhanced so much by what's going on on Discord and in different sects, S-E-C-T-S, um, niche and uh, kind uh, I don't want to say like, uh, what's the thing when a bunch of people get together but don't invite anyone else? Clicks! An orgy? Well, <laughs> no. That, I mean, those are usually called munches, but that's not the point. Um, point is, is that usually there's so much stuff that's going on outside of the site rather than within of the site. 
that that's usually where a lot of the interaction and stuff goes and you're everywhere on discord for it so <laughs> deal with it you're horse famous all right best ships in and out of mlp and why um I'm not a huge shipper. Like, I don't have any problems with ships, but I'm very flexible in terms of, like, if you can sell me on the ship, I will absolutely support and endorse it. So, like, I've read Pinky Mac and seen it done really well and was like, that was actually really good. I could totally see that as a valid ship. And I've read, um, like, Lunestia. And normally, I'm like, it's incest. I'm not okay with that. That's really weird. But I've seen it done well enough that I'm like, okay, I can see that it's a valid ship. So for me, I guess it's kind of speed. Um, out of MLP, obviously Priest and Pencil, because they are just so adorable. Ah! Sorry. I just <laughs> made the you, you just like you just applauded me and Pencil's relationship, and I just made the most annoying sound in the world. <laughs> I'm telling Pencil, you ear raped me. Good. <laughs> she won't believe you. Well, she he ear raped you, but pencil put a tentacle on me and, and pronounced it in my face. Well, she also told you to never reproduce. That too. But moving on. For everyone, did anyone do anything for interesting for Halloween? Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, all-time favorite costumes. Does anyone have any input on this before we jump away from it? Like probably eight or nine, I went as a princess. But my favorite part of the costume, like I got, you know, a pink dress that my grandmother made me. My favorite part of it was that she made me a horse. Aw. Nice. Like went around my waist and my costume went over it. Head that was like a stick that I held up and it had reins and stuff. And it was like little sparkly silver reins. And like, I thought that I played with that costume. It was one of my dress up clothes until it literally fell apart because I loved it so much. I think if I had to look, go ahead. Sorry. You could, no, like, no. you could, uh, uh, like, have the ears, you know, have, like, one of them be a leather, uh, bleh, a lever, open up the mouth, and then just have just nothing but neck and all the way down to the stomach as your candy collection. So you could go, you know, happy Halloween and put it in the horse's mouth. So smart. <laughs> if I ever find the pattern she used and I have like find a small child, you know, who will let me make them a costume, I will totally do that. <laughs> I guess the costume that I saw a long time ago that I liked, I didn't see it physically, I saw it on the internet. But the costume that I like is that some years back some guy made a hunter costume from Halo. That was to size. Oh, huh. Nice. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, I think the only, like, ear that I can even, like, remark on, like, my costume-wearing experience, because I've done, like, a bunch of weird stuff. I've done McCree's, and I've done, like, Grim Reapers and bullshit, but I remember when I was 12. This is probably my only good story for, like, a costume. Um, I spent three weeks getting ready to go out for Halloween as my dad. Huh. And I get dressed, and like I, I borrowed one of his shirts, and I took one of his coats when he wasn't looking, and I'm wearing one of his hats, and then I delicately went over my entire face in brown sharpie, 
to put on a beard. <laughs> and I walked out and he just looks at me. <laughs> and I'll never forget this. He just like, he just looks at me with this like thousand yard stare. <laughs> and he goes, trying not to laugh, get that shit off your face and wear the banana costume. <laughs> see, priest, I would so have you know, went as as a banana for Halloween. <laughs> you see, priest, I would have done the same thing, but I had no point of reference. Oh, oh! <laughs> you, you would just wear like a black, like a black bodysuit holding a carton of cigarettes. And step into the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> the best question I ever saw was somebody who went as modern art. They had like a bodysuit that was covered in random splotches of paint, and then they had a cardboard frame they'd cut out. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, "You win all my candy this year." Isn't that it? Isn't that in in itself a piece of modern art? And that was what I said. I was like, "Isn't this basically modern art?" It was like a twelve year old. And she's like, "Yeah, I guess it kind of is." Can I have some candy? <laughs> <laughs> Number four from Icy Shake. Holy shit. Um, just what is the mask hiding anyway? Absolutely nothing. I don't know what you're implying. Okay. Uh, the band Brony. Oh, no. Okay. Bandy! Uh, I'm happy I found your podcast. You guys are a lot of fun to listen to, and I wish there were more kinds of hangouts going on within the fandom. That's really sweet, band Brony. I appreciate that. Um... We appreciate that. Sorry, I'm just No, my podcast! Fuck you guys! <laughs> we got compliments! No. This is the um, butter priest No, fuck <laughs> No, no, seriously. Um, I have two questions for Nolan in particular. Who are some of your favorite experimental writers on the site? And how, and how in your opinion, can writers who want to branch out into more experimental avant-garde realms of story writing do so while still keeping true to the spirits of the show um ferret you get first dibs on this and then i have like only one person to throw out um i would actually say ban brony has written some really good experimental stuff uh that i really like um he went crazy, wrote some good stuff but unfortunately you can't find it unless you go like troll archives these days Really? Yeah, he wrote it. Wow. When he wasn't writing really, really intense porn, he actually wrote some really interesting experimental pieces. Huh. Okay. I'm going to have to add Ban Browning to my read list. Like, the person that I was immediately going to throw out was, like, Short Skirts, because he does everything. Oh, yeah. Skirts is really good, too. Anyone else have any, uh, in, any input to the question? Uh, I wouldn't say experiment. I, I wouldn't say experimental because I only know this writer for one story, and it's kind of like a one trick. It's my go-to for whenever I get this sort of question. But I guess K Cat for obvious reasons. I think that's fair. Sounds All right. right. Next so question. One other author guy. Guy oh. underscore Incognito has written a couple of good pieces that I think are like semi experimental that are neat. Uh, what, repeat the question. 
experimental writers on the site and how can writers who want to experiment uh, in experimental writing branch out? I don't really know any experimental writers. I mean, we're all experimenting when we make a story anyways, but, you know. All right. Um, I guess we're, other than, like, suggesting, like, looking for some weird stuff from skirts, like, I don't have a whole lot to add here either. Maybe, like, also read Pencil, because Pencil does a lot of stuff that's outside the box. But, well, I mean, I don't think that's the experimental kind that you want. Yeah, no, I'm kind of on the same thing. The author I would recommend, if you're looking for something different, would go be to read uh, anything that Somber has written. And that's just because it's emotionally charged in the way that makes you think about the show differently. All right. Like the uh, perfect example, the story, The Sun is Not Good, in which he basically turns Celestia into this manipulative tyrant. Wow. And in a very, very subtle, undertone way, and it is so jarring to read. But it is still so well written. Alright. Uh, I think everyone's weighed in, except Milk, who's dead. Keep being dead, Milk. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Well, experimental writers who actually you read a lot. Experimental writers on the site, and how would people who experiment uh, branch out more? Um, as for the first one, the guy I liked actually was banned because he was account like hopping or something. I don't know. It was it was probably like a year and a half ago. The guy's name was uh, the Divide Division, something like that. He had a really amazing, like, HIE story that had a lot of good chapters to it, but then he got banned, so it died, and, like, it just was gone. In terms of, like, branching out into that stuff, no fucking clue, because really, it's just so random in what you can go for. Alright. Um, moving on to Totally Not a Brony, and I'm realizing we got 40 minutes and we're only, like, halfway through the question. So, what is your favorite meme, Ferret? Um, the Mental Gen meme where it's the spy and he's like a giant massive like carton of cigarettes stuck in his mouth because for some reason it makes me giggle. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Snakeskin Duct Tape has some questions now. What's your favorite tight space to squeeze into, Lewd? There's so many options. I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> Alright. On a scale of 1 to 10, how pretty are you as a pony? Solid 5. All right. Definitely not rarity, because I'm not willing to play in that kind of effort, but I'm not terrible either. How can you make a pony pun that hasn't been... Can you make a pony pun that hasn't been seen in this fandom yet? So many freaking pony puns. I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, I'm sure we'll come up with a good trot and think of something. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the worst. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna move on. You did better than I did. <laughs> hey, at least you came up with one. Well, I mean, I it was my best shot. Thought and trot. I don't know, man. Okay. Um, I thought it was thought and try, but uh, you know, trot and try. But yeah. 
the next question is, what is the point of it all? The life, universe, everything. What is the point of it all? And to improve the world as you found it. Yeah. 42 is the cliche. Good answer. Which metal songs do you want to hear pony versions of? Mm. Anything by Alterbridge because they're amazing. Yes! Oh! Okay. Sorry. I'm just gonna... Who they are? Yes! They were, previously, they were previously Creed, and then they got their new singer. Oh, it's gonna kill me when... Scott, go be crazy somewhere else. But they got amazing. <laughs> no, they're really good. They're really fucking good. Like, White Knuckles is, like, one of my favorite songs by them. Twilight and Blackbird are, like, just, oh, right in the feels. Yes. <laughs> That's so great. So many people are just like, who's that? I'm like, what do you mean you don't know Alter Bridge? They're amazing. <laughs> Everyone's just like, well, Freeze keyboard just got sticky. <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving on. Let's not talk about music. Um, what songs, any categories do you want to hear death metal versions of? Country songs, because I think it'd be really funny. Let's just do like punk, punk ghost country. Yes, I could do it. I could see it. You, uh, I'm pretty sure there's almost like an entire genre of that devote uh, devotees to that on YouTube. There wasn't, honestly. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like YouTube's literally kind of become this kind of thing where like you can find almost anything if you look hard enough. It's true. I found a country band that did a pretty much all banjos version of um, Enter Sandman, and they were pretty good. Huh. Like they they were trying to do like more uh, covers of Metallica and stuff like that. And and my I, favorite I metal they... cover band is Oakley Dokley. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just my friend actually got to see them when they came to a, when they came to our city to tour, and I was so jealous. I was like, Oh, why didn't you tell me? Oh my god. Yeah, Pencil saw them too. Uh, they were in my city, but I didn't get the chance to go see them. It was a bad night yeah, for me. I'm hoping they're going to come at some point. And that's basically what's for me is like, I didn't know they were coming and I probably wouldn't have been able to go on even if they had. Actually, now I remember why I can't go. It was because I was doing this podcast. <laughs> totally <laughs> not this though, podcast, right? but oh, the, well, of course. You guys are all so great. I love doing the podcast every week. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um,. Let's go to questions now from the other other guy. Um, why are you masked? Are you a superhero? I am secretly a superhero, and that's why I have to wear a mask. Nice. Also, I like to think that you're a fair and a witness protection. There's an image. People, I have to move again. And it asks, how does this make you feel? Like they put in an A for effort. I just Honestly, it get... looks like Fluttershy like went to the gay bar, the tattoo parlor, and then rolled through a cactus field. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to a gay bar. <laughs> yes, it's the hat and like the rainbows around her hooves. And she's got like the red eyes going on, so she is high as fuck. Oh, is that yeah, a fedora too? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, I don't want to riff I don't want to riff on like pony art but gosh that was that was fun. It's goofy. Like, I said, like it's I give them points for that, but it still makes me giggle. Now, Lisi Claire has questions for you. 
Which is your third favorite color? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Arch in the chat. Um... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Two Mare also says, put a gun in month mouth. And I think you know what this means. Don't put it in your mouth. My third favorite color I'd say is blue. Okay. You have to select new element bearers. Who should they be? Um Luniverse element bearers are pretty cool. I'm not the biggest fan of the Luniverse because I feel sometimes like it's like we gotta be dark and edgy and it's a little too first. Like I like it. I like the lighter stories I've read and some of the most of the stuff I've read seems to be a little darker than I'm interested in. But they had AK Yearling Carrot Top, Derpy Lyra, Trixie. And that's it. Yeah, I'll go with those guys. The huh. element of Trixie. The element of Trixie. She <laughs> is like showy, optimistic magic. Now we have questions. Oh wait, uh, uh, Lise also says, "What advice would you give to writers?" Read the fanfic. It's really good. <laughs> All right. Uh, am I dead inside? Now has questions. Questions for everybody. There's no exclusivity here. Uh, number one, where do you think MLP will go with the peer pillars? Not yet. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you're not cut up. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Spoilers! Okay, moving on. I know, I just don't care. Oh. I'm sure Enigma has some convoluted theory. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you probably think, oh, Enigma's probably going to say that the pillars all lead the dragon tits or whatnot, but no. No. No, I, 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 I like to see a, a, a story where <clears throat> trying to find their descendant is Trixie and she's a disappointment. Basically trailer trash, living in the tr shadow, literally living in the shadow of Twilight. I mean, didn't they already do that with, like, the Alicorn Amulet episode? Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Literally, that was a hum of I had not considered that before. Okay, let's move. We only have a half hour, so we're going to move along. Um, number two, do you think Equestria Girls will eventually be intertwined with MLP Fim? I might give it a shot, but I don't think they'll do it. And they have too much money from the two separate franchises to want to combine them. Different sets I mean, of toys to buy. They, they kind of already have, though, like with the mirror and all that, and like Star, uh, like Sun Sunset references it all the time. I didn't catch that. True. Uh oh, I'm worried my internet's cutting out. No, she she said true. Oh, okay. Sorry, I. I think my internet's being weird. I'm sorry. All right, moving on. Do you think the movie eventually will be intertwined with MLP Fim? 
don't think the current movie will be, but future films might be. I can see that. Like, I want Tempest to return, but I know she's not, because besides John Delancey, how many other celebrity voices have returned? Uh, uh, I can spoil <laughs> something I exactly. heard, but I don't know if I want to. Exactly. You heard, there's no guarantee it's true. Yeah, like, I... Well, with the massive leak they just had, one of these rumors is very possibly true. I'd, I'd be... I think Weird Al's a weird enough guy that he would probably come back eventually, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Well, hey, it's not like Tempest has to be voiced by whoever it was that voiced her. I mean, shoot, we originally, Twilight Velvet was uh, voiced by Tara Strong, and then they got somebody else to do her voice in the last episode they had her in, so... Also, Bon Bon had, like, many voices over the years. Uh, oh, yeah, God, many yeah. different incarnations of Bon Bon's voice. The derpy fiasco. <laughs> now, careful! Oh, man. <laughs> uh, derpy gate. Number four. Do you think Generation 5 will eventually happen? Yes. Like, it's too much of a cash count not to. How many iterations of Ninja Turtles are we on? <laughs> Gen 5, I want it to be like 100 years set after Gen 4, like in the same universe, you know, descendants of the original elements, like a new pillars or something like that. New elements or new pillars, whatever they are. Yeah, but I mean, like, they didn't do that with other generations, so why would I do it for this one? Well, here's a fun little fact that cropped up a few years ago. They have, I think, back when season 3 or 4 was still running... They had like an eight or ten year plan from that point on for the show. Wow. Yeah. Well, we know we got at least that much longer in this in this ride. Yeah. Number five. How much longer do you think Generation Four can go on for with all the ideas they can eventually do? Well, I uh... couldn't say they're gonna milk it for as long as they can. It's true. Eventually, it'll delve into uh, Adult Swim, and we'll finally get our canonized plot fixed. <laughs> Eventually, one of these main characters is going to have to get a significant other. Oh, God, I hope not. I kind of really... I Real talk, I really hope this never hits Adult Swim. Like, we're going to lose no. something... We're going to lose something really special if this goes to Adult Swim. When like innocence and sincerity of it and if it goes to adult swim we're gonna lose that and i'd be real shame like mm. i think if it went to adult swim i probably would end up dropping it because it just wouldn't be being able to keep the sincerity that the show has agreed well they definitely won't get a significant other for any of the main cast as they've already said they're not going to do that they don't want to take the romance route as every other show has Instead, we just made oh, Twilight yeah, a princess. Yeah, because everyone yeah, wants much. to be a princess. Rumble, rumble, grumble, grumble. Well, hey, I mean the the princesses will uh, uh, transcend into the next generation. I'd almost guarantee you. Hmm. The main, all of the main six are going to become alicorns, you guys. Oh God! Comedy. Moving on. <laughs> Number six. What is the worst, best, and weirdest fanfics you have all seen? It's mean to the Ooh. authors who actually put effort into it. 
best would probably be um Weird is just probably a lot of stuff Darth wrote. Um I'll yeah. go with that. Some of the shit Darth wrote was really weird. I think that's really fair. Uh, it's not really fair to pick on our authors, so I don't want to do worst. Uh, best. Is it the troll fic? Then it's love on Sweet Apple, on the Acers of Sweet Apple, because Booklair wrote that as a troll fic. I can see that. Like, I was going to put, like, the, the Tale of Shadowblade as, like, the weirdest. But, I mean, I, I guess there is, like, some Sonic Jesus stuff that's out there. <laughs> like, with Rainbow Dash. No, I'm not referring to my own stuff. I'm I'm referring to something completely else <laughs> out there. But um I think the best things I've ever read have been by Aragon. Yes. Mr. Numbers like, is up and, there. Oh, He's really amazing. And I can't I can't possibly forget um when the bow breaks by a non pencil. <laughs> She's no. gonna hurt you. Oh no, it's something I'm ever gonna read because it would probably no. destroy me. She will not she won't like she put genuine effort into that story it's genuinely good and if you don't want to if you don't want to go out and read it like there's an audio narration of it when pencil and i just went and did all the voices it's really dark it's not safe for ferret but <laughs> nsf um nsf squared <laughs> anyone else have any input before we move on uh the question was worst, best, and what? Weirdest. Weirdest. Uh, best, I'm going to say, was Project Horizons. Worst. God, there are so many. I'm going to say anything that crosses over with Sonic the Hedgehog or the Dark Brotherhood. <clears throat> And I really don't have a weirdest. Twilight Snarkle did that amazing trilogy that crosses over with Sonic that blows it out of the water. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, oh, no, no, I do have a weirdest. Anything written by Bendy. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Bendy has fun. He does. I saw Enigma put himself on mute, so we're going to move on. Uh, Uwe Toll asks, uh, Would you eat miscellaneous blood and liver sausage from the German puzzle butchery? German name is Ratzel. I don't know what this is referencing, but... Referencing, but probably not. Yeah, it sounds rough. Uh, to the guest, have you accepted Snowflame, the master of the universe, into your nose? Oh my fucking god, Snowflame. I not yet. My nose is not ready. You guys know about Snowflame, right? I know. It's a girl that literally has cocaine for blood. He was a DC supervillain <laughs> who got powers snorting cocaine. <laughs> He's insane. Do you like root vegetables? Quite delicious. What does bicameral mean? Uh, medically speaking, it means that you have a cavity and there's a separation between it. So, like, your heart is bicameral. Uh, do you have a coat made out of ferrets? did like that lottery commercial from way back in the day because that looked amazing. Would you drive a car uh, 310 miles per hour top speed on American Street? How to drive. <laughs> now questions from Snuffy. Hey! Number one, Ferret. 
You come home after a long day at work to find your pony spouse in the kitchen. You pick him or her up in your arms and give them a passionate kiss, then carry them up to your bedchamber for some heated romance. Who is the pony? To reveal their identity. Solid answer. Number two. <laughs> your boyfriend finds you've been double dipping with pony. Like, with chips? Because that's gross, man. Is he furious because you cheated or because you didn't let him in on the action? Well, I mean, there's a lot of chips you can share with everyone. Pony, he's jealous I didn't include him. Otherwise, he's not interested. Fair. Three, would you go on a double date with Priest and Pencil? I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to get in between you two because you're so adorable together. What? Okay, I'll accept that answer, but we'll... Okay. Number four, who would you ship between the main six and the pillars? I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Okay. Would you rather edit a 10,000 word fanfic by Rainbow Dash or by Pinkie Pie? Because at least it'll have a coherent narrative and it'll be hilarious. Pinkie Pie will be like halfway through, she'll start discussing muffin recipes. Wrestle around the ball pit with quibble pants or bake cream pies with Sugar Bell. Adorable, but I love baking, so Sugar Bell. Watch Twilight Velvet or Wendy Whistle secret sex tape. I'm a freak, so probably her. Uh, butthole Applejack or Fluttershy? Or Butthug, sorry. <laughs> Fluttershy <laughs> Applejack looks like she'd break me. Uh, date Big Mac or Featherbangs? Big Mac, because Featherbangs is just kind of... Uh, he just seems like kind of an idiot. Alright, now we have questions from Ravage. Hi, Ravage. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, do you want to narrate these, or do you want me to do them? Uh, you might as well. Questions. Okay. Uh, did you know there are over 39 different species of flowers that are edible to humans? No, there were 39. Uh, off the top of your head, which flower would you most like to try and eat? Because I've tried candied violets, and they taste really gross. Ugh. <laughs> I'd rather have a bug sucker. <laughs> Those aren't bad. No, I mean, they're... they're just kind of flavorful. Yeah. But then you get down to, like, the scorpion, and they're so crunchy. Anyway. <laughs> it's like, nom, 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 crunch, crunch. <laughs> uh, now everyone... A... It's not too much different than a pussy pop, I'd imagine. Just, you know, not delicious. <laughs> Chewy and more crunchy. It's yeah. true. Let's see, moving on to the everyone can ask questions. How long have you known that you wanted a hot dog celestial buck with a food of penis of your very own? Well, like, your first problem here is that you're hot dog, and why not just go, like, balls deep? <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, you have to warm up a little first. Nah, man. Well, I mean, yeah, but I... <laughs> we know you like to go in dry, but some of us have tact. I mean, I'm ready to go. You name it, when and where. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Press F to go. Why is Scooter... <laughs> Why is Scoot abuse the cutest abuse? And dead. <laughs> I mean, it's not fun if it's not an orphan. <laughs> it's not an orphan. She has her two gay aunts. Oh, right. Sorry. 
<laughs> right, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, you gotta deal with the Gants first. <laughs> oh, the Gants. I like it. I'm just gonna wait for like people to not say anything, and I'm gonna say really <laughs> offensive stuff and hope people laugh. <laughs> Will a non-pencil ever forgive Enigma for that unspeakable <laughs> thing he did? You know the one. It's unspeakable. Because it was so unspeakable. It was. Inconceivable! Enigma, but still, I've... that was terrible. I Jesus, man. With it while doing it. What the fuck, man? <laughs> if you could be in a relationship with your sisters, not with sisters, not your own, how hot would that be? Flame and Orpher can help you answer this. What the fuck? <laughs> I only answer it because I don't think incest is sexy. I have a baby sister and I don't want to touch her like that. No. Priest, we need to touch if you could be in a relationship with sisters that are not your own, how hot would that be? Blinks touch each other like that. It's not hot. It's just kind of creepy. <laughs> so, just like how you don't want food to touch is like that. You can't let the sisters touch. <laughs> Get some plastic wrap. You have one at the bottom and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> You want to make a sister sandwich, you have to have some meat in the middle. <laughs> oh, that, oh. I was, I was thinking actual bologna. What place have place I done? Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Did the moon landing really happen, or was all that footage shot in Hollywood because Luna is greedy about moons? Legit, because Luna is greedy about moons, but that's because she wants everyone to know how amazing her moon is. Truly moon moonful. It's late. You've just awoken to the sound of something sneaking into your bed. You feel the weight of that something press into the side of your bed and climb up. You look and see Pizza Pony crawling towards you with bedroom eyes. You open your mouth to speak, but she stops you by placing her soft, greasy hoof on your lips and say, Just let it happen. Her breath smells like buttered breadsticks. She turns around, wiping her cheesy mane with pepperoni and flinging hot marinara sauce all over the wall and your bed, presenting her with your fun bit with her fun bits. Apart from the not so subtle invitation to quote unquote eat her out, you are more aware that her cunny is dripping red sauce. Oh God, what have you done? What have you done? You're messing with the natural order. No, keep reading. It gets better. Do you take the plunge to discover whether it's actually marinara, or are you actually hoping it is blood because you have a fetish for periods and cunt... Cunt... Cockies? Cookies. What? Cookies. E-O-O-C-K-I-E-S. That's not how you spell a cookie! What has your mom been giving you your entire childhood? Cunt cockies! <laughs> And cut cookies, all wrapped up in pizza-covered tiny magical horse. Remember, though, this is the part to remember, killing yourself is an option. Oh, however, you cannot reach anything to help you do this, so you'd rather take this option if you have to allow Soda Pony to drown you, drown you in her bodily fluids via vomit, piss, or vaginal arousal fluid. I mean, obviously the first one, because you literally told me that it is marinara sauce. 
my stomach's upset. Like I feel like I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I, don't know, guys, I, like I was gonna have lasagna for dinner. <laughs> That's not happening. Can I have your lasagna? No, fuck you. My lasagna. Are you gonna eat it out of spite now? Just no. Uh, no. I'll think of something. Oh my gosh. I put so much on. effort into that, I'm so happy. If you could take one and only one piece of technology to Equestria, what would it be and why? Really terrible isekai anime that was in another world with my smartphone. Honestly, I would probably take, like, equipment, because horses do not usually have good stuff. It's true. Now, we have a question from the wonderful inconceivable Arconics who says you're walking in the woods there's no one around and your phone is dead out of the corner of your eye you spot him Shia LaBeouf what do Shia LaBeouf car but I'm all turned around and I can't find it <laughs> the cannibal <laughs> the animal Shia LaBeouf well I mean you anything but buff so but okay if you keep any one writer on fanfic and make them your very own, who would it be? It's gonna be Arch because he is the best uncle ever. Aww. Buffy Unicorns now has questions. Why are you so cute? I try very, very hard. Can I hug you? I will be at Galicon next year. Yay! Mobile Sam has questions. How would you feel about potatoes if you couldn't boil them, mash them, or stick them in a stew? I like to fry them. Nice. Solid. Um, Latrius now asks, A cute, fluffy, bat pone filly is cutely up, is looking cutely up at you. What do? Pull the heck out of it. Alright. Random E284 says, Hey, yo, ferret. Hope you're enjoying the cast so far. Nice to see another female around. Brohuff. What's the common mistake you find in first-person writing and in third-person? First-person and third-person, the third-person, the problem is slipping into past or present tense. So if you're writing it in one, and then you end up slipping into a different one. First-person, I think the hardest is forgetting that they don't know the other person's thoughts. And remembering right. that they can only say, it seemed like so-and-so seems upset. They can't go, so-and-so is upset. And then, once again, uh, writing advice for people who want to write. I totally say go and read the, the Fimfic writing guide, because it's really good. Bread? I didn't even hear an answer to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. What kind of bread? Um, crusty French baguette. Yes, smart. You can stay. No baguettes. <laughs> Do you think anyone is mad at me for singing at the top of my voice and dancing for a full fucking whole fucking hour at four a.m.? Complex. Yes. If you live in a house, probably not. My voice is broken. Help. Have you tried rebooting your box? Send Bob's and Vienna, like a few guys named Bob and a guy named Vigana through the mailbox. People, nothing other than those guys, thank you. Get right on it. 
Nice. Now we have questions from Dr. Disco. What did you think of the movie? I really, really liked the movie. I went and saw it with a bunch of friends, and I just kind of went into it expecting to have a good time, and I had a blast. Uh, you haven't seen the season seven finale. So, are there any pet peeves you have about the Phantom Man writing? Lou is not a goddamn orphan. Please get over it. I like it. I don't care if she can fly or not, but I'm really sick of these Scootaloo's an orphan, and this is my entire story. Have you ever had poutine? I love poutine. It is so delicious. Yes. Artery-clogging goodness. Do you like the poutine chips by Ruffles? But I'm highly skeptical. What's better, chocolate, strawberry, or vanilla ice cream? Strawberry. Yes, we have another strawberryer in the house. <laughs> All right. Straw. Did you go trick-or-treating this Halloween? I'm too old. I handed out candy to cute kids. What's your favorite TV show apart from MLP? Right, because I mostly watch anime. I don't really watch TV. <laughs> All right. When will you invent flying cars and hoverboards? Or not. All right. Uh, do, do, do. Why do stories have to make sense, but real life doesn't? Written by people, and real life is written by an asshole. Good point. Hey, I hope you're enjoying your time on the cast. LZ! Moving on. Moving away from Doctor Who references. Uh, Jack for Few Trades asks, what's your favorite genre of film? I like to laugh. All right, and then we covered book earlier. Was coming on this podcast a good idea? You can get to come on it sooner because I always have a blast with these guys. Aww, you're so sweet. You can stay. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Cerberi asks questions. What's the most dark demented joke you know? Uh, something, something, something pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about that. Just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I'm not, actually, but let's move on. There's not enough time. What is your top five stories you've read on Fimpic? I've read so many goddamn stories and it changes every fucking week. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, now, finally, the final set of questions from Cyberphase on GeoTDM, who says, oh, God damn it. Hold on. Uh, it's one. Of, it's all caps, so I have to scream it. It's the only reasonable thing. Sorry about that. They're totally on the internet. Don't tell anybody. Questions yes. for Ferret. Would you be friends with Thingpone? Well, sounds pretty awesome. Number two. Who is second and third best and worst ponies? He is probably Zakora, who is technically not a pony, but she is just the best ever. Yep, she's the best. Around. <laughs> Nothing's I love him. Alright. And worst? I feel like worst is too harsh a term, but like pony, I really like Spoiled Rich is definitely a pony I don't like, but I understand why she's necessary for the story. 
So it's like, if I met her in person, I would loathe her. But in the context of the show, I can be like, okay, I understand why this character is necessary. Um, Twilight used to drive me really mental because it just felt like she was constantly like, oh, wait, Celestia doesn't want me to put her on a pedestal and isn't going to freak out if I screw up. Okay, next week. Oh, my God, I put Celestia on a pedestal. She's going to kill me and freak out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, number three, who is best Pokemon for Fluttershy? And if you don't know any Pokemon, what Digimon is best for Fluttershy? Because he's so freaking cute. I'd say for best Pokemon, I'd say Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Nice. Solid choice for people who just want to lose the game. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Number four. What is a good anime that I could watch that has robots, romance, and or adventure? And if it's not Gurren Lagann, I'm going to judge you for it. I'll be Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann was crazy cool. That shit was awesome. Oh, God. It's so so good. Well, I'm just going to trigger everybody and say Macross. If you you want... I don't know what that is. romance, though, there's Toradora for romance. Okay, Macross also used to be called Robotech. Oh, no. I, I'm not aware of that. Like, if you want to just forego the romance and adventure entirely and just want to feel bad, you could do Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> true facts, true facts. So, great anime! Just don't go into it expecting a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Would you rather have Hawaiian pizza or mushroom and spinach white pizza? Because grilled pineapple is the best thing ever. And you can fight me. <sighs> you know, I was recently... Hey, I'll help you, Ferret. I fucking love that stuff. I'm actually pretty okay with, like, pineapple on pizza. Like, I... Venates has turned me on to it, and I'm kind of not okay with it. Venates <laughs> turned you on? No, Venates... <laughs> How dare you twist my words for comedy's sake? <laughs> How dare you poke a joke at me? No, I'm joking. Yeah, he turned no, you on good. like the oven and set it for 500 and broil. All it. You oh, cook a pizza at 475! <laughs> <laughs> no, you cook it at 600 if you want it done in a minute. <sighs> okay. Uh, can I watch Naruto in under three to five months? You no. do nothing but watch Naruto? Probably. Now, what if you spent all that time reading One Piece? <laughs> See that happening. Okay. Well, that is all the questions for this week, and that is also just about all the time that we had. So that said, I will turn to the chat for, like, two final questions. But while we wait for the delay to kind of pick up, Farrah, it's awesome having you on this cast. Just, like, period on it thank you so much for like letting me come on in the first place and then letting me come back on after i bailed at the last minute oh hey you know it happens we've we've had wonderful people on that have like politely turned like skirts was like our second like time that he like ducked out or said no like and then he finally came on he he was great but no yeah skirts is awesome if someone says no we'll say okay and then come back like a month later and say like so hey (laughs) How are you doing? You're fine, eh? Okay, we... How are you doing? 
All right, we do have questions from the chat now. What are you wearing, Enigma? Uh, sweatpants, uh, a black wife beater, and uh, yeah. Oh, you sound really fatherly today. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Cyberphase on GOTDM asks, could you please repeat the best Digimon for Fluttershy? TK's Digimon. Okay. Patamon? Patamon. P-A-T-A-M-O-N. Okay. Um, what is your favorite body shape? Shape arches. Uh, what is your favorite penis shape? I I didn't I didn't catch human. that, but uh, human. Okay, I'm about to say we 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 only have room in this barcast for feminine dicks. <laughs> I mean, those are pretty great too. Um, quantity of body hair. But like Italian. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, best and worst villain. Uh, best in terms of just the show, I would probably have to say Chrysalis because while she had a stupid plan, she was at least doing it for a valid reason. Worst would be Sombra because we just got no backstory on him. Angry Fair. fear cloud, and I was really disappointed. Fair enough. And then the last question I'm gonna take. Oh, okay. I'll take one from Foamy too because I think it's witty. What's the thread count on the fabric of time and space? The uncountable. I like it. Then last but not least, because we have to do it every cast, because why not? Who's best princess? Cadence or literally any pony else? It depends. Are we talking about the show? Because in the show, Luna's my fave. If we're talking about in Fanon, Skyrider's Cadence is the best ever. What? I don't think I've ever heard about Skyrider's Cadence. Cadence of Cloudsdale Cycle, and she is the best. Yeah, actually, nah, Archie's right. Kirby is best princess. <laughs> no, nah, Priest is just upset because his pedophile Cadence wasn't your answer. No, fuck you! <laughs> There's a point to writing characters for the sole purpose of being reviling, and they justify their actions and convince themselves they aren't a bad person. Like, that, that is an actual character study. The, the I don't want to say anti-hero, because there's nothing that justifies what she did, but it's not the point. Fuck you. Moving on. That, that's it. That's all the time we have for this week. I'm ending on an angry note. Thanks for fucking coming on or something. Having me. This has been the fucking barcast. We had people on it, like fucking Enigmatic Otaku. Just like my father, I have to go. Milk. <laughs> Ravage. I trigger people for fun. We, of course, had the masked ferret. Hi. And I'm more mad than when someone came and read to me the town bike in public. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody.